Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes, episode 89, the Mike Ditka, Steve Smith episode. Cam, the Kadarius Tony episode. Where's he? I think he got about four plays, played nothing in the second half. Well, we'll uh, get into it. Cam, uh, we, have, we have a word for this. It's the uh, Keel Harry effect. Late <laughs> first round drafted wide receiver, and they kind of just forget he exists. And you'll never hear of him again. Besides when maybe he gets cut or like reason, you wonder where that guy go. I think we'll get into it. Number 89. That's a terrible number. That was my number sophomore year, Cam. Yeah, you didn't play sophomore year. No, correct. <laughs> um, so let's get into the show. Week one of football. Football is back, fully back. So excited. What a great weekend I had watching the games. I'm sure you guys did. In terms of winners and losers, uh, Tucker. Horns down big time. That's a loser for you, the Texans. Although, uh, according to our listeners, you are the winner of the poll. This Your take being that the Tex, Texas football program will make the college football playoff, which once again proves our listeners are idiots, or the people that don't listen and vote are idiots. Hey, all you idiots that uh, voted, I appreciate you. So Tucker gains a point there. Uh, that brings his total up to four. Dylan, 12, me, 10, Cam, 7. Um, I must say Aaron Rodgers this year. What was that? Just, I think I'm going to outwardly say bad takes because apparently they win. I think people think they're funny and vote for them. Um, also, Tucker, Jamar, Chase looked pretty good this weekend. It's a loser for you. I wrote down winners and losers this week because there's a lot of them. Um, okay. Oh, sorry. Cam, big winner. Cam, big winner for what? Famous Jameis. Oh, yeah. Jameis looked real good. That take is certainly looking like uh, take of the year candidate if it comes true. I think there's no other take that could beat that. Tunyon, not great. Tunyon, not great. Um, Cam, I have you and I as tentative winners as the Yankees are percentage point ahead of the Red Sox in the wall card. And they are – and the Red Sox are looking on the outside looking in and not playing great. So, also – Chris Hale has COVID now. Uh, Dil- Dylan, uh, you picked Jamar Chase as your rookie of the year, and he actually might not suck. So there's a winner for you. Um, winner for me, Mac Jones looks like top 10 quarterback in the league already. Um, and the entire pod gets an L. All of our teams lost. So uh, that's what I have for winners and losers. Anybody got anything else? Um, unless Carson Wentz gets hurt within the next five days. Oh. Yeah, lose it. I almost wrote that one down. Lose it for Cam. Carson Wentz, still healthy. I got six days. <laughs> we got time. We got time. I, I got myself a loser. I had uh, Bengals going to lose first four games. They won. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yep, you did. They have did play that. the Vikings, uh, who are big time. Did someone us. have one about Trevor Lawrence? Uh, I, I think I didn't. I don't think I officially said he was a bust. I, I feel like someone had a way to take about Trevor Lawrence. I don't. Uh, oh, loser B. Sam Allinger might not leave the Colts for the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get a loser for that every week. Yeah, no, I just keep chalking it up. You know what? Every week it just becomes more of a loser. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get into ways it takes because we got a packed show. Let's try to keep it brief. Brief. I have a yeah. take. Um, I know Dylan relates to this take. Uh, you didn't see that Aaron Rodgers had. Maybe the worst weekend of any player in NFL history. Just 
awful. He had, wow. I forget what exactly his passer rating was, but if he threw the ball into the ground on every single play, he would have had a higher pass rating than he did. He scored a whopping three points for me in my league. I think he scored one in, in our, our other league. Pretty sure yes. I actually played both of you and you both had Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So looking great like a, week. Winner Tucker, 4 0 in fantasy. That was looking like a great pick. And I was thinking about Aaron Rodgers today and, you know, this whole offseason and what it's all boiled down to. And he reminded me a lot of 2019 Brady just being checked out, just being like, I'm done here. Like, I. He wasn't playing. Brady didn't play out of his mind that year. The team was good, but Brady didn't play that great that year. Um, by the end, he looked pretty pretty done, and I'm seeing the same kind of look on Aaron Rodgers' face. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers is, is second-guessing the fact that he came back to play. I think if Jeopardy called him tomorrow, he would take the job. And I think I he's think so... Wants I think he's so bitter over uh, what went on with the Packers that he is purposely throwing these games. He had an MVP season last year, and I think he purposely threw this game to stick it to the Packers to say, trade me. Um, I was listening to some sports talk radio, and one of the uh, hosts is a Packers fan, and he was like, just trade him. Just get rid of him now while you still can. Uh, move on to the kid because he's not, you know, he's checked out. So I think he's doing this on purpose. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is purposely playing poorly to force the Packers' hand to trade him. Uh, or he's just going to sink the team and tank them and uh, get out of there while the place burns. So that's the take. All right. So here's what I think about this. I agree. I think that was the first thing I thought was this is a spite move for sure. You guys remember in the longest yard when the offensive line found out that crew was uh, – trying to tank for the for the game yeah and they let everybody go three plays in a row i would love to see that i think the offensive line no no no. i think the offensive line in this case is aaron Rodgers. he's and the team the packers organization is, is it paul crew paul crew yeah paul crew is the packers organization three games the next three games are gonna the next two games are gonna be blowouts he's going to say this is what you get and then he's just going to turn it back up. And he's going to make the playoffs. They're going to win the division. The division is 0-1 all around the world. Division sucks. That division is trash. So the next two games are going to be similar outcomes, I think. And then after that, he's turning it back up. That being said, I think this is 100% his last year in Green Bay. I don't think anyone has any doubts about that. Um, I don't think he's going to retire, though. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna go somewhere next year. I agree, Cam. I think he's gonna go somewhere and light it up and say like "f you" to uh, the Packers org. Uh, Tucker. So I have a ton of things to say about this. Number one, Aaron Rodgers came into this off, came into this season just being like, "I'm Aaron Rodgers. I'm a god. Why would I go to OTAs or practice at all or do anything preseason because I'm Aaron Rodgers?" Similar to Brady in 2019. And so, I mean, yeah, he didn't do what he needed to do. He thought he was a god and just spent his whole time in Hawaii looking a little chunky, I'm not going to lie. Uh, just not caring about football. You know, he got a girlfriend, not a fiance. He doesn't care. And so he sucks. And this isn't the first time Aaron Rodgers has sucked for a season. Can you forget Mike McCarthy's last year? Aaron Rodgers was 4-12. and Like, he's had years where he's been a bad quarterback. And it's because he's a mental midget. 
Yeah. He, I he forgot to like, say that in my take, Tucker. Yes, he is. He is a mental midget. He can't handle absolute it. Absolute mental midget. Like, oh, anytime that, anytime he gets in a rough situation, he chokes. I mean, what? One of the reasons you miss out on like six conference cha- He's lost like six conference championships. He's he just doesn't have it. He doesn't have that factor to be an elite NFL quarterback. And when it matters, like he's just weak. Dylan, turtleneck, your thoughts? Yeah, so it's it's the turtleneck factor. Um, it holds, it weighs him down. Um, I he he can't get over the turtleneck hurdle, as I like to call it. Um, the turtle hurdle. <laughs> the turtle hurdle. Yes. Uh, so. I I'm also agreeing. I've never liked him. I think uh, um, it's a it's a rough situation for him too. I don't know. He like put himself in the situation. I actually don't really remember the backstory as to why he got so angry over the organization. Money. So, um, yeah, and he grew out his hair. Like Tuck said, he's kind of kind of you know when the guy grows out his hair, he's not. It's either one of two things. One, he's a hair guy, and I like you. Long hair, long hair. He's not a hair guy, but he is the he is the opposite of he's the opposite of hair take. He's the he's the. I thought if they had hair, they were bad. Huh? I thought if they had hair, they were bad. No, if they had correct, that's what it is. Yeah, of course. Okay. So I don't. Jesus. Don't doesn't know his own takes. Well, that was an old one. He's gotten too too flowy with the hair. The beard's getting gray. Belly's getting a little chunky. Um, so yeah. That being said, I disagree with Cam because they're playing the Lions next week, and he's about to absolutely destroy the Lions. I think. Um, I don't know if he's made his point. Um, he he said post game that oh it's just one game. He like played it off while his coach was like this is an embarrassment to everybody who works here. Um, And that said, I'm going to go into my wasted take. Aaron Aaron Rodgers is going to win the MVP. Oh, God. Aaron Rodgers is going back-to-back MVP this season. Uh, This is just one game, like he said. Uh, He got nut-tapped twice in one play. That's what caused that one interception. Look it up. The guy's got huge balls. Uh, He also throws huge balls. He's going to scrap the turtleneck going to be warm up in green bay this year global warming you know all that um he's going to throw for way too many yards and i think he's not going to throw an interception for the next five games and he's going to be en route to another mvp caliber season he's going to win the mvp so someone that hates aaron Rodgers, you love aaron Rodgers. i'll tell you that much um so i'm kind of locked in on my fantasy team with him so it's more of a it's a fantasy take like like cam's last week it's a it's a believe. Uh, I like to believe. Something so, about yeah. Aaron Rodgers wins the MVP. That's the take. Something about Green Bay Packers and they're on my fantasy team, so they're going to do well. Takes. Um, no, well, you heard my point. Uh, the only way he wins MVP is if uh, he's traded to another team before Week Eight and then starts to ball out like he knows he can because uh, he's throwing games. Tucker. Yeah. Again, um, Aaron Rodgers and adversity don't go well together. Uh, there's going to be a year where he's going to have to step up and he won't do it. They'll probably go like 5-11 and 11 
I mean, five and twelve, six and eleven this year. I just, I, I think that this team. You know done. what? Here's the actual take. For oh this, Jesus! No, you can't um, change it. No, no, I'm not. I'm not changing the take. I'm, this is this is a legitimate reason. And um, he needs. He, he's he wants more money, right? He's, how is he going to get more money? He also hates the the way the organization runs. It's not just money. He. Yeah, but how is he gonna how is he gonna get more money if he plays another four and thirteen season or whatever, you know? So I think it's in his best interest to play well. I think it's good if he shows that his self image, I guess, if he wants to play like shit in the first game just to kind of show up the organization and I don't then think say this is F on you, and then yeah, I don't think it's on purpose. He's not like purposely playing bad. I think he is. I don't. I think. I, well, I think. I think, I think, I think he didn't play legend. well, but I think he's. I think he could rise to the occasion and play. You know, out of his mind, like he can cheer for the, the fact that he doesn't care about the organization, but he wants to look good. Cameron. I think there's reason to believe that he that he can do that. So Cameron? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with it. MVP. Cam. Um. No, I don't think so. Um, I think, well, to touch on your your part, Trey, is you said only if he gets traded. Where is he even going to go at this point? I, Washington? Washington, uh, Denver. Denver still, I don't know how they got out of the mix. They should still be in the mix. They have a decent no, team. They're not, they're not, no, they're all in on Teddy. Mm, they should not be. <laughs> because they beat the Giants? <laughs> yeah. Teddy had a great game. That's an elite quarterback right now. There, that we maybe he goes to the Giants. That's a, that was my other thing. Redskins to the Giants. Eagles. Cool. I mean, maybe not now. But no, Jalen looks really good. And I'm not happy. All right. It. Well, this actually Cam's last statement fuels into my. There you go. Go ahead. Because I have an NFC NFC beast, specifically Washington football team related. Uh, my favorite quarterback in the NFC East, Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke is going to lead the Washington football team to the playoffs. This is his team now. Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to come back to no job. Taylor Heineke was incredible in that playoff run. I don't know why he didn't get a shot after the playoff run. Well, one playoff game. And then he That's comes probably why. This game. <laughs> comes long run. This game. Had a good game, had a 74% completion percentage, threw for a touchdown, no interceptions. Had a good game, couldn't finish, couldn't win it out, but uh, Fitzpatrick put him in a bad situation. I like him. I think Taylor Heineke is a guy that could be this team's quarterback for the year. And I think they can make the playoffs with him. Um, I am take officially take divorced with my uh, Gardner Minshew take. I'm getting a take annulment. Um Oh, loser? I'll take a loser on that, yeah. If that's what it takes to get the divorce done, uh, yeah, I'm a loser. Um, I love Taylor Heineke. I don't know why they didn't give him the shot. I think he's only marginally worse than Ryan Fitzpatrick, maybe because of his size, because he seems like a smaller guy, a little bit he's wily. He's 6'1", 210 pounds. Yeah, 6'1", is tiny for a quarterback. 6'1", 210 is not tiny. It's small. Not tiny. Small. Not tiny. It's not Tyler big. Murray's 5'10". Yeah, yeah, I know, but he's Tyler, like Tyler really looks tall this year. Yeah, but he's a video game character. Um, no, I, I, 
I don't know. I'm just saying maybe it's because he's on the shorter side in terms of a quarterback. But I like him. Um, I could totally see this that that happening, Tucker. I don't know if I'm ready to jump fully on board. I still think that the way the Eagles looked and the way the Cowboys looked, I still think it's the Cowboys division to lose. Um, yeah. But I could see it happening. So I'll give you like a 50%. I like Heineke. I'm I'm totally all in on Heineke. Del. And that defense is legit. Yeah. Dell? Um, um, I think the track record of uh, Brian Fitzpatrick losing his job is on point. So there's a oh, very good true. chance of that. This was quick. This one was so, a quick one for him. <laughs> so uh, Heineke's starting like primary or for the majority of the games, like well over the majority, um, is a good take. Like that's probably going to happen. Um, in terms of them making the playoffs, I don't like Trey said. Um, it's the best division for them to have a chance. So I'm going to go with it just because I, I, I like the football team. I like the name. They should stick with it. I think they're gonna. Um, I think if they make it to the playoffs again, win a couple games, the name sticks. They don't change it. So I'm all on board. Heineke to the playoffs for the football team. Cam, your division? So I wish he was not in our division. Because I like the guy a lot. I think he's a baller. I think he's kind of like a mini Fitzpatrick where he just does whatever he needs to do. And he's always uh, like, I don't know, he just seems like kind of sloppy, but not in the sense where he like fumbles and stuff. He just looks kind of like a mess out there like Fitzpatrick does. Like, why are you running the ball? You don't look like you should be, but he does it anyway. Um, and I like that. He's, he's gritty. Um, but I don't think he's going to... One, if the football team makes the playoffs, it won't be led by him. It'll be led by that defense and he'll just have to be a quarterback. Right, I get what you're saying. Um, I don't think I don't think they will. I am not by any means um, adamant about the Giants winning it. However, I am hopeful and Thursday night will be a big test for uh, Mr. Heineken's against talent when he faces the uh wait when is that thursday night thursday. oh Giants. that's gonna be a no it's gonna be a terrible i'm actually game. excited for that that game's gonna suck damn prediction score prediction, prediction. i got 14 13 one way or the other <laughs> all right cam you got to take this week i do uh I also have an NFL take, so big NFL week, obviously. Big NFL week. I was looking at um, some of the passing yards for the top 10 passing leaders after week one. Derek Carr obviously had a stud night last night, took him overtime. Incredible. Um, we'll talk about that game. Uh, Dak was up there. Tom Brady, uh, I believe, Kirk Cousins. They all put up a lot of numbers, and I think that – with the 17-game season, I think that this is really going to be something special. A lot of the people that we saw, so Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, those are all on teams that are kind of like on the cusp of, of playoffs like every year. And that 17th game really matters for them. And you always see them kind of playing every single snap, and they're always in tight games. I think with the 17-game season, I'm not going to name a player, but we're going to have a 6,000-yard passer. 
Right now, there's there's four 6, quarterbacks. 000. Right now, there's four quarterbacks on pace for six thousand. Um, it's Carr, Dak, Brady, and Kirk. And to be honest with you, out of those four, Brady probably won't need a seventeen game. But about out of those three, those are all like eight and eight type teams that that might need a seventh game or seventeenth game at the end. They all pretty much put up three hundred plus yard games every time out. So I think if anything, it'd probably be Dak. But I I see a six thousand yard passer this season. All right, what's the record? Peyton Manning, 5,400, I think. Okay. Or Breeze. Um, yeah. Yeah, Cam, no one's ever been on pace for it. So I looked it up. It's 300, that'd be 353 yards a game. The highest ever was 342. Okay. Um, I it's think. Uh, it's, it's possible. Of your list, I think there's only two legitimate guys, and it's Dak and Brady, I think. You know, I don't trust the Raiders. I don't trust Derek Carr. And we all know how I feel about Kirk Cousins. Um, right. And they both needed overtime this week. To exactly. Get the big so numbers. I think, so I I think Dak should be Dak. Dak's your like, leading candidate. What? Dak is definitely your leading candidate here. because Right. Just because he'll probably need the 17th game. And he has so many weapons. It's stupid. So yeah. Dak, Dak will probably and And that. on top of that, he's thrown for... 400 plus yards consistently in all of his last like six starts. Right. So, if he doesn't play, if he's not hurt, he had a 5,000 yard season, I think, once already. Or at least he was on the pace for a while and then got hurt. Yeah, no, he, I mean, it's, yeah, staying healthy is the key. Um, I don't know, man. That's a lot of yards. I mean, the closest one's 5,400. You add one more game, they got to go for 600. I mean, it's possible. Um, unless, you know, Maybe there will be some overtime games. I don't see the Bucs having many close, you know, overtime games. I mean, obviously this week might be an outlier. Uh, who knows? Um, but I think it's going to require some overtime games. And, of course, that extra game is good for another, you know, four to 500 pass yards if they stay on pace. So, I mean, I think it's possible. I think Dak is your, your number one and Brady's your number two, even though Brady, you know, can sometimes go into that game manager mode where he just has to make the smart decisions and not necessarily throw the ball all over the yard, especially being as good as they are, might res- re- resort to running the crap out of the ball in the fourth quarter. So I think it's possible. Talk. Um, I, I, now looking back on it, I think it might be possible. I think that it has to be a guy like Dak. It's got to be a guy that's, you know, um, not blowing out teams. Because I think if you're blowing out teams a lot, you're going to be running in the second half. You're going to be doing stuff like that versus a team like them who I think will probably be in it at the end of every game because it just seems like how they play. That's where it is. But um, it's possible. I I really was going to hate on it, but... It seems more and more likely the more I look at it. Uh, I love it. I think it's possible with the 17th game. Um, I think there's reason to believe that, you know, the passing yards keeps increasing every year. So um, I could get behind it. Throw Jameis Winston in the hat. Uh, MVP. Well, they only had 148 week one, so he's pretty much out of the question. 
You never know. All right. Um, so what we've decided to do is this season we're going to get a little more in depth. We're going to go into all the games, uh, touch on them briefly, hopefully. If you want to go into more depth on them, feel free to do so. Uh, I got nothing to do later, so... Um, but we're going to, we're going to try to hit on every game of every week this year. So if it doesn't work, we'll change it up. But I, I think that's the best way to go about it. So let's start with the Thursday night game. Bucks edge out the Cowboys 31, 29. All I got to say about this is the Cowboys are legit. I think I'm glad with my take of them to win the East and Brady's still God, uh, that Brady, as soon as he got the ball back with what, two minutes left, knew it was over the, the. I'm fine with the OPI not being called on Godwin there. I know I'm a Brady hater, but I think it was, you know, a touch-and-go play. The only reason I really don't like it is because they threw the flag on everything all game. But Brady's back, and he's going for eight, and he's going to get it. So, uh, Tuck? Uh, by touch-and-go, do you mean two-hand push-off? But, yeah, um, I mean, it was an incredible game on both sides. It was the perfect way to kick off NFL season. I will say that last drive, it did just feel like uh, Tom Brady. It just felt like the, uh, someone said it, like the Thanos snap, I am inevitable kind of shit. Just because like it's like it's Tom Brady driving down the field two minutes to go. Inevitable. Least surprising but, thing uh, of all time. What? Least surprising thing of all time. Yeah. Um, but big surprise of that game, break the leg. I think he needs to be executed publicly in Dallas. I think he needs to be walked down the street in Dallas and just shot in the head. Um, what he missed an extra point, uh, two field goals under 40 yards. I mean, very winnable game. And But it really was a good sign for the Cowboys how well they played there. And Dak was. Incredible. I wasn't really sure what he was going to be like coming back, but I hope so after that game. Cam, any thoughts? Yep. Yeah, uh, Dax got a good lead for comeback player of the year, I think. Um, so whoever, I forgot who you guys said was going to win it. But uh, who did we say was going to win comeback player of the year? I said Joe Burrow. I feel like I said Dak. I think, I yeah, remember. you said Joe Burrow. That's what it was, right? Um, he actually, never mind. He's, he's got a shot, too. Anyway, as for the game, it was just, it was a little closer than I thought it was going to be. Like the Bucks, um, they didn't play great. Brady threw some picks. It reminded me of, like, the Saints divisional game in the playoffs. I mean, Jamel Dean picked. got bullied. Was, I don't know who that is. <laughs> there was one cornerback that um, their like starter got injured, and they put in this one guy, and he got targeted 15 times in the first half. Oh, that's tough. Um, anyway, Brady threw two picks. Reminded me of the divisional game against the Saints, where he just did. Did we lose Cam? Yep. All right, Dill. Yeah, I'll I'll go in. Um, so. I had the Bucks scoring. Oh. Hey, Cam's back. Cam's back. You're muted now. Don't know what's going on. I'm lagging. Don't have much else to say. Um, it was close and I would have liked. Cowboys looked a little too good for my comfort, but no worries. Giants always played tough. Dill? Um, the Bucks scored. 
about as many points as I thought they were going to score. I thought they were going to get like mid thirties. And I had um, the Cowboys being in around like the 18 to 22 range. So I think the Cowboys um, exceeded my expectations. I think everybody else is in agreement there. Um, as for the Bucks, I think their wide receiver core once again just shows that they're elite in the passing game and they have enough in the running game. I know Jones is, you know, had a fumble and got benched, but you know sometimes that happens. Um, he'll be back. Uh, the biggest thing for the Bucks, I know we've said, you guys have said their defense is, is good, and that may be true in their in their front line, but their secondary is rough. That's and the like, weakness. And like uh, Tucker said, um, they had a corner injured already or suspended or something, and then they, the uh, another guy got injured. They brought in that guy that stunk. So their their weakness will be like just down the field passing games, and um, it's going to be one of those things where Brady's going to have to outscore every other team, and I think that gives credence to the six thousand yard stake, and I think Brady's has a chance on that if, if uh, other teams are going to put up a bunch of numbers against them. So um, that's all I had on the game, really. I think the Cowboys are looking hot, though. All right, Seahawks-Colts didn't watch a second of this game, to be honest with you. Uh, it wasn't in my local market. Um, all I can say is I think the Colts are due for a slide back uh, year. I think that Carson Wentz isn't the guy. I've said that from the jump. Tucker, anything? Uh, a couple things. I still think the Colts have a lot of potential. I don't think they played as bad as the score showed. Um, they definitely had some things to work on, but is T.Y. Hilton still there and just injured or something? Because he wasn't playing. Injured. Yeah, so I think having a real wide receiver one will be a big difference maker on this uh, for this team. But uh, this is a typical Russell Wilson early season, like, Oh, Russell Wilson's never won an MVP, and then he puts up like six great games to start the season. Like, how is that possible? And then he just digresses for the back half of the season. So yeah, I mean, this is expected first half of the season. Cam, that's stupid. That's a dumb thing to say. I'm not kidding. It happens every year. Right. Look at the reason. But the way you're saying it. Russell Wilson lost everything he ever loved last year on that team. He had Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, and he had an eighth-string offensive line, Bobby Wagner, and nobody else that anyone's ever heard of. Besides Tyler Gavis Lockett Lockett. and DK Metcalf. Uh, Trey, what would you have paid to have Tyler Lockett and DK? Did you not hear anything I said? A lot of money. Anything else? Anything <laughs> else I said? In one, in one I'm just saying for a quarterback, having Tyler Lockett and DK right. Metcalf. Like His running back now. got injured. He had no offensive line. He had the guy with he got a defensive end with one arm. Come on. Um, anyway, <laughs> wait, you really gonna attack him like that? <laughs> he has one arm. He was on the team. Um, <laughs> shout out Shaquille. But uh, what I was getting at is Russell Wilson and Tyler Lockett are great for my fantasy team, and I'm very glad I drafted them despite losing by 26 points. That's it. Didn't watch the game. Um, Dale? Uh, kind of the same thing. I think the Seahawks, um, showing that they're still a very competent team. I think they're never really bad, even though nobody really puts them at the tippity top. Um, hello? One sec. I have someone at my door. Okay. Um, Alrighty. Next game. <laughs> moving on. 
Oh. Uh, Jaguars, Texans. The, uh, mute yourself, Dill. The Texans uh, obviously winning a game. Uh, that's a big, big deal. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, he looked like a rookie quarterback. I mean, he had some big plays. He had some good yardage. And then he also threw interceptions. So um, the tank for Sam Howell not going so well. I also did not watch this game. Uh, again, don't have it in my market. So, um, yeah, I... Uh, Tyrod, though, is a really good bridge year guy. If you need a bridge year, bring in Tyrod. He'll take care of it. Um, and I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have a lot of struggles. I think that the the Jaguars are terribly coached. Uh, I like Urban, but I don't think he's got it in the NFL. Uh, there's reports everywhere that the Jaguars are in the worst position they've been in years in terms of morale. And I think they're going to they're gonna be in for a long season. Talk. Wait, didn't they, like, revolt against Tom Coughlin a couple years ago? Yeah, there was reports that said, don't, like, the NFL PA told players not to go to uh and it's worse than that? Jaguars. I, I don't know if it's worse than that, but it's around there. So, Cam? Um, or Tucker, but sorry. Shout out Texans. They were the biggest underdog in my huge parlay. I had a three-team underdog parlay with the Texans, the Chargers, and the Cardinals. Paid out 11 to 1. Really appreciate that. Um, just want to shout myself out there. But, uh, yeah, Terod Taylor is just one of those guys that just comes into a system, is great for one year. Like, it's just he's that bridge year guy. I don't really know who they're uh, bridging to. They did sign a guy this year. Who was good. Girl, yeah, Davis Mills. Davis, what's his name? Davis Mills? Yeah. Yeah, who I actually like. I don't, but I mean, again, he's a third round QB, so I don't know if they kind of got him, drafted him to be like a backup or a, I don't know what they drafted him for. He was early second, but no, he was early third. I'm looking at it right now. I just looked. But yeah, he was one of those guys who didn't play much in college, but uh, has a lot of hype around him about him being a possible guy that didn't play much that could do really well, so. Maybe we'll get to see him out here. Uh, but Brandon Cooks, super underrated. Really good receiver. Uh, Jacksonville, I mean, this is just proof. Like, hey, you had 30 gaps in your team, and you decided to draft a second running back. Huh. Maybe that wasn't the brightest move in the world, was it? I mean, there was just so much they needed, and they went for something they just very much didn't need, and it's fighting them in the ass now. They still have... Huge gaps on their roster that they just can't fill. Yeah. So my thing is Jacksonville's dumpster fire. That's for sure. That being said, Trevor Lawrence is on pace for 5,400 yards and 51 touchdowns right now. Um, he's going to be the next 30-30 guy. I can guarantee it. 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions this season. Mark my words, it's happening. Break Peyton Manning's record for most interceptions in a rookie year. What was his? 28. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's happening. It's a 30-30 season. He's playing every single game, all 17. It's 100%. Um, that being said, I, I think he's going to struggle bad. And I feel bad because if he was on a good team, and not even a good team, I wouldn't say. If he had a defense that was like 20th even in the NFL – and an offensive line that he was even like 20th in the NFL. His receivers aren't bad. He has LaVisca Chenault, Marvin Jones, and, and DJ Chark. Yeah. So his receivers aren't terrible. 
Hence why he probably had three touchdowns and 332 yards. It's just the fact that the rest of the team around him is not doing well. And I will say, Tucker, it's a bad pick. I agree. Travis Etienne. That being said, if he was out there, I think Travis, I think Travis, uh, Trevor's way more comfortable. I, I don't know because James Robinson wasn't that bad of a player. Yeah, I, didn't, no, I, I, I didn't throw that. It's a stupid draft pick. Yeah. Yeah, I guess being out there with a teammate would be nice. It's a stupid um, draft pick. Tyrod, Tyrod Quinn, though, I said Tyrod last, last episode, I believe, that he's just gotten the short end of the stick a lot of the time. He plays great and gets hurt or something. Gets stabbed in the lung. Dell, any takes on the game? All right, we're talking... Jaguars, uh, Texans. Jaguars, Texans, right? Yeah, okay. Um, not not much, just that it's going to be rough, rough goings for... Uh, um, Lawrence, it's going to be a tough time down there and on the panhandle. Um, I don't think that that team's going to be great ever. And I think that's really sad for him. I think he's going to be out of there in a few years. Um, and the Texans, you know, they just got to figure their stuff out. Like if they, they keep, if they win games, um, they keep winning games without uh, Deshaun, then they're going to be set for the rest of the season once they get rid of him. Um, all right, Chargers-Washington. Uh, this one I have almost nothing on. Obviously, Ryan Fitzpatrick goes down for about half the season. Um, and, I mean, Chargers hold on to a win. Uh, but Washington is going to be a pest, I think, this year. And we've said a lot about it already, so I'll leave it there. Uh, I like Heineken. So... Uh, talk. Yeah, um, Washington's just that team that won't be that good, but you don't want to face them. Like, I, they're that team that, like, you know, not going to be great. I don't really know their schedule, but just, like, you know, might upset the Chiefs one week when they get six sacks and two, two fumble recoveries. Like, it's just one of those teams that I would never count out. I think they can compete in every game. Uh, Taylor Heineke, he's got that, like, he's got that Ryan Fitzpatrick wow factor, which I, like, he's got that factor of, like, you never know he might do something crazy. Like, <laughs> like there'll just be one play in the game where he'll just, like, sprint around the defense for five seconds, then throw an 80-yard bomb somehow, or, like, scramble for 60 yards, which I, which maybe is a questionable characteristic because he's kind of a wild card. But uh, it makes it fun to watch. I like that team. And then the Chargers are just good. They're, and their biggest improvement this year was their offensive line. I mean, they drafted, uh, what's his name, Rashawn Slater, who uh, apparently had an incredible game. I didn't, I didn't, like, obviously I wasn't watching Rashawn Slater all game, but he apparently was incredible all game. And that was their glaring weakness last season was that they had no offensive line and what do you know when you have a problem maybe just fix that instead of trying to fix problems that aren't there uh and i think this team's good like this team's really solid i don't know how good their defense is because again they didn't really get to play a real offense since um Washington's offense isn't that good, and they had to switch QBs, and the two QBs are totally different styles halfway through the game. So I think that kind of messed up a game plan. But uh, yeah, their offense. <laughs> what I well, they have the wild card factor in terms of how they play. They're nothing alike. 
they're just both wild cards. Cam? Um, so I'll start with Washington quickly. I didn't watch the game, but I agree with you as the, the pest was a good uh, word for it. I could, I think you could say that for everyone in the NFC East. Terrible division altogether. They, on the surface, you're just like, oh, they're, they suck. But at the same time, they always come up. So, for example, the Giants beat the Seahawks last year with Colt McCoy. Like, that shouldn't have happened. Um, Eagles beat the Saints last year, routed them. The Cowboys beat somebody, I forget who it was, the Eagles, or the Redskins, like you said, um, a team you don't really want to face. But Come on, Cam, enough with the R word, really. Sorry about that. The Rojo Skins. Um, don't know if that's better. <laughs> it's not. It's literally the same thing. Yeah, well, um, but I agree with you. It just sucks that the Thursday night they're going to be in in trouble. Um, the Chargers, I think the Chargers are going to be a force. I have them in the playoffs right now. I feel bad that they're in the AFC West. I would love it if the whole AFC West and the whole NFC West just made the playoffs. Let let no one else have a chance. Just make it between those divisions, honestly. They earned it. But, um, yeah, I didn't watch the game. Dylan? I think this is a good showing for Washington, like we've said, because we kind of slated the Chargers as, as being a good, um, potentially high-scoring team. Um, so the fact that they were they held uh, Washington held the Chargers to a good game, um, you know, and it was only 20-16, to 16, both well for Washington. And like Tuck said, the pass is a good analogy. Um, I don't see them as winning high-scoring games, but I see them as potentially making upsets, like you said. So we're, we're on board there. Uh, okay, Eagles-Falcons. I did watch a lot of this game. Um, all I can say is that Jalen Hurts – Looks legit. Um, you know, he didn't have that bad of a season last year. I think there was a narrative that he sucked. Um, I think it was mostly put on by Sirianni refusing to name him as a starter for a bit. Um, but I think he could be a solid QB. I think he had the best weekend of any of those three Alabama guys, obviously. Um, and uh, I don't know. The Falcons are just going to be bad, as the Falcons are. Um, I don't like Matt Ryan's. Uh, prospects after this year. I think you got to think about a QB next offseason. And uh, they can't score in the red zone. I mean, I watched them on several red zone drives. They just couldn't do it. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm not high on the Falcons, but the Eagles could be another pest in the NFC beast. I mean, this might be the year that the NFC East, outside of maybe the Giants, all takes a huge step forward. So, uh, we'll, I mean, we'll see. I, I really liked what I saw out of Hurts. Uh, he played with some... Nuts and uh, Falcons doomed for another bad year. The 20-3 curse will never go away. They will never win the Super Bowl. Uh, Tucker. Yeah, um, Falcons, I mean, they're a great team from 20-yard line to 20-yard line. They're great at driving down the field, uh, but they just can't score once they get there. Um, Kyle Pitts kind of underwhelmed me. I thought he was going to be a huge factor. He was kind of it's his, first game. Of this game. it's his first I, game. I know it's his first game, but I mean, out of the rookie receivers, and yes, I consider Kyle Pitts a rookie receiver. I think he had the worst performance. Dude, the um, other three ball. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he was just, I don't know, it was a disappointment. Um, in terms of the Eagles, they're good. I'm not really going to harp too much on how good they are because, again, they were playing the Atlanta Falcons defense. So, uh, 
do with that as you like. I mean, I think it could be decent, but not great. Cam? Yeah, I don't have much to say. Like I said, I well, I didn't watch any of the 1 o'clock games. Um, I will say the Eagles were playing the Falcons, so it's not an impressive win. I'm out of the Falcons. Matt Ryan's last year. They are in the business for a quarterback. I wouldn't be surprised if they have a top three pick next to this draft. Dill? Um, but I think he's done. Dill? I, kind of, I have the same thing as Cam. Eagles, uh, I mean, they could beat a team that sucks, so good on them. They did put up a lot. Um, Ryan's done after this year for sure. Steelers-Bills. Steelers win 23-16. Um, this game was kind of just a mess. Uh, physical game, a lot of weird stuff going on from what I watched. This was probably the most uh, I watched of the 1 o'clock games, this one. And uh, my concern for the Bills is Josh Allen looked like 2019 Josh Allen. He didn't look like 2020 Josh Allen. Uh, so um, I think that uh, the Bills, you know, obviously it's week one. So this is the overreaction week. But if he doesn't step it up, uh, they're going to be in trouble. Uh, the Steelers' defense is good. Uh I don't love Big Ben, though. He doesn't look good back there. He looks like he's under duress. I did have a take during the game that the Steelers were going to end up with a top five pick. I rescind that take. <laughs> but I uh, I think that that uh, the Bills, I mean, they, they did some of that stupid crap. They threw that, like, lateral pass on a third down or something, or fourth down or something like that, um, which I thought was nuts. But uh, I'd be a little worried if I was a Bills fan. Uh, and also my take that the Bills play worse in front of Bills Mafia, looking good. So, uh, talk. Uh, Trey, I just want to say that you are one of the worst jinxes I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> I mean, anything you say, the opposite immediately happens. Yeah, that's fine. Um, uh, as for the game, Steelers defense, super legit. I thought they played incredible. Big Ben, I'm still not impressed with. I don't think he's that good. Uh, like everyone was saying that he was going to have this great year after whatever he did in the offseason. Lost a ton of weeks. Not impressed. He just is skinny and just as slow. Like he didn't improve anything. I made a comment Uh, during the game that he looks like a 40 year old man that is not an athlete. Like he does not look anything like a professional athlete. Yeah, no, it's like if like my dad like just went out there and was like, I'm going to play some football today. Um, but as for the Bills, um, didn't really see too much of this game, I'm not going to lie. Uh, but kind of fell apart in the second half. I mean, I, it's not what I expected. I kind of expected Josh Allen to break out even more this year. Uh, so this is definitely a surprise to me. Uh, but, yeah, there's definitely a red flag for the Bills, but I wouldn't say it's an uh, end-all, be-all. Uh, Cam. Steelers defense, incredible. Um, they're going to be very good, and they're going to carry Ben. Ben, fun fact, had the quickest release of any quarterback um, last year. So, yeah, he's fat, but he gets rid of that ball. And he's got some weapons, too. So, I like the Steelers. I think I said, yeah, right after the two Ravens injuries, I said, take out the Ravens from my playoff prediction. I want the Steelers in. Obviously, doesn't go on record, doesn't count. That also being said, I said to my friend uh, who called me about some sports picks, he asked me, um, he said, I got three locks today, this team, this team, and the Bills. I said, Steelers are winning. He said, shut up, you're an idiot. I told him Steelers are winning. (laughs) Steelers won. 
Um, Cam, who's the idiot now? About your that being said, that being said, that being said, I give great advice, but I don't take it myself. I pick the Vikings. What did I tell I you before the Vikings game? Oh, I hate them. I hate them. What did I? What did I tell you? I said those Vikings are. This would be fine. This would be a good look for the Patriots, though. You guys should be happy. Cam's Cam's look. Cam's pregame was we'll Vikings. Get the, we'll get to the Vikings. Vikings are a lock, and I said they're not. Uh, Dill. Um. I was expecting the Bills to take control of this game after they went up. Um, obviously, that didn't happen. Um, I was surprised at how the Steelers were able to come back because we kind of had them as super-duper mega frauds last year. Um, I, I'm not out on Big Ben. Um, he's old, but like Cam said, he gets rid of that ball. Um, I think they're going to be a team to beat, and this is a great win for the Pats with the Bills losing. Uh, one more thing. I hate the Steelers' two starting receivers. I hate Juju and Clay. I think they're Yeah, joke. they're not. I don't think they're very anything. Deontay Johnson. They're Deontay Johnson's the man. The other ones suck. Um, okay, 49ers-Lions. The one thing I have to say about this game is Jimmy Garoppolo has improved his record as a starter to 25-8. and eight. Um, I think it's ridiculous the flack he gets. I think they win with him and they lose when he's not on the field. I think I don't I don't care about the stats. I don't care about the analytics. They win with him. They lose without him. Trey Lance obviously comes in a couple two, two you know, they ran the kind of the two quarterback system. First pass was a TD pass. Um, but this is Jimmy G's team. I agree with Tucker's take that Jimmy G will start all the games for them this year. I think Jimmy G is not done. I think he's a little pissed off, too. So um, the Lions, obviously, joke of a franchise. They did come back. They, they covered. Good teams win. Great teams cover. Um, so, uh, I think the lions, I mean, I don't know. I really don't know about the lions. I think Dan Campbell's a bit of a fraud. I don't like loud broy coaches. So, um, but obviously the lions are going to have a rough year. I think, I think so. Uh, Tucker. Um, I like the lions fight in this game. I mean, they were down what 31 to 10 and they had a opportunity to, uh, win it down the stretch. I like Dan Campbell as a coach because of it. I mean, this is a team that's fighting for them. This is a team that's gritty. I like everything about them. That being said, 49ers are good. They're very good. Their offense proved that their defense kind of was questionable in this game, uh, which is shocking. I thought their defense was going to have a great game. I thought this was going to be like a 25, 30-point game, honestly, for a bit, uh, especially when they're up big. Uh, but overall, good game for Jimmy G, good game for – Debo Samuel specifically. Um, Elijah Mitchell's about to have a year uh, because any running back in that system does really well because I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Lions, Jared Goff isn't as bad as everyone makes him out to be. But yeah, that's all I got. Cam? Um, I love the way they incorporated Trey Lance even a little bit, and the Bears did the same thing. I think that's that's huge. Just get him out on the field. Let him get his first touchdown in a perfect situation like that. I think they did that really well. Um, like Tucker said, Elijah Mitchell's going to come in. I can't wait to pick him up off waivers in my other league because I scored the least amount of points. I got number one waiver. I had Ricky Moster. Uh, and then the Lions are the Lions. They, they, um, they're just the Lions. They're not going to win a lot of games. I still think Jared Goff stays. Exiled Detroit teams. Uh, Dill. Dylan. 
You with us? I'm with you. So the 49ers, um, this can either go two ways with them. Uh, either they are all in on Jimmy G, he's got a fire under his butt, and he's going to play well the whole season. Or um, Okay, D- Dylan's having issues. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll, go, we'll move on. Vikings, Bengals. Uh, obviously, this one went to OT. looked like a tie. It was going to be a tie for a long time. Cam said before the game, Vikings are lock. I said the Vikings are never lock. I hate the Vikings. Uh, Jamar Chase, I think, was one of the stories of this game. Maybe can see the ball now. And then uh, Evan McPherson, uh, just a great uh, Florida kicker, comes in and wins it. Uh, the Bengals just love tying. They love it, and they almost did it again. Uh, but Joe Burrow, comeback player of the year take, still on. Tucker? Uh, yeah. Terrible game for the Vikings. I mean... I just don't get why this team isn't good. I think Kirk Cousins might just be bad. Uh, yes. They just – they have the talent. They really do. Except Maybe for Kirk defense, Cousins. Their defense is good, but their offense – I mean, you got Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook. How are you not winning this game? Come on. Cam? But, yeah. I don't know how you blame it on Kirk Cousins. He's actually the only light on that team. Their defense was – Terrible. The Vikings defense is supposed to be this big, um, got everybody back, we upgraded, everybody looks great, and they're terrible. Kirk Cousins just has consistently put up great numbers, and it wasn't a primetime game, so you can't blame it on all Kirk in primetime. He still played great. Alvin did not. It was a one o'clock game. Exactly. It wasn't a primetime game. Um, anyway, Vikings never a lock. I will never root for the Vikings again. Bottom five favorite team of mine. Thanks, favorite team. Finally. Uh, I hate them. I hate everything hate about them. them. I love Dalvin. I don't even hate the franchise. I just, I just hate this. Burrow. I got a jersey. I hate this current iteration of the team is what I hate. Uh, Dell? Uh, I'm going to go back and touch on the, the um, 49ers real quick. So I got rudely interrupted by my wonderful girlfriend. Um, the 49ers, I think they either keep Jimmy on or they're using these few games to just highlight him to get that that trade stock up. Um, and, I, and I'm not against that, even though he played really well. I think that bodes well for them, depending on which way they choose. Just keep that in the back of your mind. Um, as for the Vikings-Bengals, we all hate the Vikings. We There's something about them. It's like they're not even a team. It's like, a, I don't know. I don't like them. Um, we picked them to win in a bet against everybody else but Cam. Um, Bengals looking good. Uh, they're resilient, and I think uh, Burrow is definitely in for that comeback player of the year. So um, I'm all in the Bengals. I like to see them win, like, like the Tigers. All right, Browns-Chiefs, classic Chiefs game. Uh, lull them to sleep in the first half, then throw passes to Tyree Kill and win the game. Um, I mean, the Browns, they looked good. One of their players decided to punch a coach on the sideline, which was pretty cool. Um, but I think coach these are him first. I think these are two really good teams. Obviously, I think the Browns have real expectations. I mean, it's tough to go down to the Chiefs like that, but it's the Chiefs. So uh, nothing too special. I thought about this game. Obviously, it was a good game, but I think the the writing was on the wall on how it was going to go. Chiefs always go down in the first half to good teams and then come back. Uh, Tuck. Uh, yeah, I mean, 
three things in life that are inevitable, death, taxes, Browns losing opening day. I mean, they haven't won opening day games since 2004. So, uh, of course, the one year with expectations, they play the best team in the NFL in their opening day. So, uh, yeah, you know, I think it was a promising look still for the Browns. They looked really good. Uh, but the Chiefs are the Chiefs at the end of the day. And even when they were down big, I don't think it was ever in doubt. Uh, Dill? Okay. Switched up the order. I switched it up. Stay on your toes. Cam? <laughs> Never mind. No, Browns-Chiefs was a great game. Uh, didn't watch it. One o'clock game. Uh, I was muted. That's okay. Here next. I'll say one thing about this game. There's the difference in this game is the quarterbacks. If Derek Carr was the Browns quarterback, that's a Super Bowl team. That's all they need. Derek Carr are better. Baker Mayfield just doesn't have it yet. I don't think he actually ever will. He doesn't have the, like the ability to just do what he needs to do to win. And that's why they lost that game. Yeah, the opportunity to win. They had the opportunity to win in the playoffs last year and they didn't they're going to lose by five every time in that situation because baker can't score the touchdown he can't get him in field goal range like a top 10 quarterback in the league can and that's why he'll always be on the fringe and he will never win a super bowl Dale? i think the browns um they're the browns man i mean it's tough they put up a full team effort against the best team in the league most likely, and they just didn't win. So chalk up that one in the L column. That just seems to be, like Cam said, the story of the Browns. So um, this is quintessential Chiefs, like Trey said, too, coming from behind. Um, so I really didn't expect much. Um, the Chiefs went down. It was like, all right, they're going to come back. And sure enough, they did. All right, the big games of the week. We'll start with Dolphins, Patriots. Dolphins edging them by one point, 17-16. Obviously, uh, disappointing start to the season. Um, I thought the Patriots played very unpatriot-like. I'm hoping that they're using these first couple games to get accustomed to, you know, the new team, a lot of new guys in there. Uh, Although I don't think you can do that without Brady back there and expect to make the playoffs. Um, I think that Mac Jones is going to, you know, struggle this year and at certain points. And when he plays well like that, you need to win. That being said, I think we found the guy. I mean, he looked incredible. He looked confident. He looked poised. He looked like a vet. Uh, didn't turn the ball over. Uh, missed a few key throws here and there. But other than that, delivered some strikes into traffic. Um, he was confident. Winked. I saw a video today of him winking at linebackers during play, play calls. What a psychopath move. I love it. Uh a lot of people saying the throwing the ball away uh, for his first touchdown pass was a bit of a like a hardo gimmick move. I love it. Uh, doesn't mean anything. You're losing the game. Move on to the next one. Um, I think we got our guy, gentlemen. I've been on Max since day one. I called him Roy. I I was on him since the Heisman race, and uh, I'm extremely happy. There was a report that the Niners were uh, worried that the Pats were going to trade him. I mean, going to draft him, so they moved up to three, and then there was some. Uh, you know, some internal discussion. They tried to go with Lance, but they originally did want Mac. Maybe those were where those reports came from. But overall, I mean, I think that a lot of the things that happened can be fixed. Obviously, the ball security, a big one. The uh, penalties, a big one. Um, but 
I mean, he looked great. I thought he looked better than any of the rookies uh, this week. Um, obviously, he's got a good bit of talent around him, but uh, clean it up, and I think we're going to have a season, boys. I mean, this kid is legit. Uh, I know it's week one, but he's, he will struggle at some points, like I said, He's, but I think he's, he's legit. Tuck? Uh, yeah, I was really happy with the game. I mean, this is happy second few with the loss. Uh, I think a lot of the problems are due to the fact that the Patriots are with a new roster. I think there's a lot of players that have never played with each other before. I think there's going to be some growing pains. I think it's expected. Uh, and I'm not overly upset about it. It's a team that played with a lot of passion, and you cut out a couple of the dumb mistakes that they made during that game, and we win it. So I can't be too upset. Mac Jones looked incredible outside of his first ever pass attempt, which was an I'm not sure what he was trying to do. I think he was just trying to spike at the player's feet and didn't realize that he was looking behind him. Uh, Kind of shake off the rookie nerves. But after that, he looked as good as I could hope for out of a rookie. I really did think he was making all the right reads, all the right decisions. Uh, Looked like a vet back there. I mean, they said he's the most pro-ready of the QBs, and he clearly showed it in this game. I loved him. Uh, huge Mac guy. This is as happy as I could be with a Patriots loss. Cam? If I wasn't a Giants fan, I would be scared. Because, unfortunately, Mac looked great. Um, and by great, I mean he looked like a Patriots quarterback where he doesn't need the flashy numbers. He doesn't need... 300 yards and three touchdowns. He did 281, one touchdown, no picks. And that's that's kind of what, what you need. Maybe another touchdown would have been nice. Probably could have had it. Probably not had a lot of mistakes from his uh, teammates there. So I, as Giants fan, not scared at all. We handled the Patriots. Not a big deal. Um, that being said, he looked good. It stinks because I said Mac was going to suck. I said two of us going to suck. They both played well. Um, and I just don't know what I'm talking about ever. And I'm an idiot. And I'm stupid. And I'm glad you admitted it. However, that being said, Mac did have, I want to say, two throws that maybe shouldn't have been picked, but really could have been picked. One being the one where the DN just came and it was like screen pass where those kind of you know, you can't really do anything. And then there was another one, I think a linebacker, maybe maybe tip ball, I don't know, something like that. So he, he lucked out a little bit. Obviously, teammates didn't help him out too much. It was a good game to watch. I was watching that while I was watching the Giants. Um, and the Dolphins, I don't know, it was very even. I think it was a very even match. Those are they're very two close teams. So that's what I'm disappointed in, Cam, is I think the Patriots are a more talented team. They got they're supposed to have better coaching. They got outcoached in this game. Um, they're supposed to have the better roster. They got outplayed in many aspects. They also outplayed the Dolphins. I mean, silly mistakes. Uh, Dill. Yeah, like you said, it's really just penalties for this game. Uh, why the Pats lost? I think and fumbles. Um, you look at you look at Mac. Um, he played you know, off his gourd. Uh, the kid looked like a five-year vet, like I said, right after the game. Um, it's really, really surprising because you're coming off of a Patriots team where you watch them play and you're like, eh, last year, you know, with, with Newton. Um, 
to just watch this game and see the guy that we have and say, how the heck did the league allow this to happen? How did you, how did you let the Patriots get a guy that fits their system so well that the first game that he plays in, he looks like he's been doing it forever. Um, he was, he was into the game. I mean, the fumble Harris had with two and a half minutes left while we were driving, you know, and, and, and like the, near the red zone. I don't know. Remember they were, exactly they were at the at. nine yard line. He took as, Mac as Jones led as, them down to the nine with two minutes left. That should yeah. be a win. As soon as that ball hit the ground, uh, a lot of guys would just, you know, kind of like sulk to the bench. And Even Brady. Kind of like, get all kind of like, like upset. He was clapping his hands, like trying to rally up the defense as soon as he got off the field. So like, it, that, that's the type of energy that you like, um, especially out of your rookie quarterback. Um, but my take still holds rookie quarterbacks don't win in their first starts. So it didn't happen. It um, doesn't happen. Wasn't expecting a win. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, yeah, great game for Mac. Uh, bad game for the Pats in general. Okay, Cam, uh, Broncos 27, Giants 13. I think that the Giants are going to be bad. I think Daniel Jones isn't it. I was high on Daniel Jones for a little bit last year. I think I'm done with him. He's, he lost something like his – he fumbled for like the 40th time, and he's been playing for three years. Can't hang on to the football. Um, didn't watch a lot of the game. Uh, the Broncos look good. Teddy looked good. But I think this is a more about the Giants and, and the, the holes that they have. Cam, you were down bad after the game. Uh, I'll actually let you go first here because it's your team. So here's my thing. They look good. And Daniel Jones – this is, this is like his claim to fame. Daniel Jones is really good until he isn't. And that is, there's not a better way to put it. Is as soon as he does something to, to mess it up, so a pick, a turnover, a fumble, whatever it is, that's it. They're going to lose. And up until that point, I believe it was 10 to 7. We were driving. Um, he ran the ball, decided not to slide fumbled in, I want to say inside the 30, possibly inside the red zone. Um, and then from there, we didn't score again. Well, if you want to count the dumb touchdown at the end, that just made us look a little bit better on paper, I guess. But he's good until he isn't, and we can't we can't have that anymore. So I'm not ready to tank it. Obviously, it's week one, but he's got a lot he's got a lot of issues he's got to figure it out and every game after the game he goes we gotta you know we gotta figure this out we gotta be better okay well you fumble 40 times that's too many times um so i'm not happy that being said i think the giants are built pretty well right now outside of their offensive line i liked a lot of what i saw um there's just it's hard to build momentum off off a fumble like that and then they go down and score so we we drew the short end of the shit stick this time but um we pull out a win on thursday and, and we're back so that's that's what i'm really praying for at this point i need a win in my life man uh tucker uh i didn't see much of this game um definitely not promising for the giants uh broncos I don't hold this too high for them. I think Teddy Bridgewater is exactly what Teddy Bridgewater is. He's, uh, you know, he's a guy, he's a solid QB. He'll never be the guy that'll lead you to a playoff run or anything like that. He'll perform well enough in the uh, 
regular season, but, you know, it's just a team that I think will be middle of the pack regardless. You know, they're NFC West. They got the Chargers and the Chiefs in their division. I just, I'm not too high on them even after this. Uh, so I got to just jump in again because you said you didn't watch the game and it shows Teddy Bridgewater was getting bull rushed. He did not have a lot of time to throw. He was getting, Leonard Williams was in his face. We had a lot, Ojalari had a sack, our rookie. Our defensive pressure was great. Our defensive pass rush, I was very impressed with. He would, his touch, one of his touchdowns at the end, he stiff armed a, a guy like while throwing off his back foot, a perfect pass in the end zone. All credit is, credit where credit's due. Teddy Bridgewater played really well against a, Pretty good pass rush, and then DBs that, well, should be good, but maybe haven't brought it together yet. Um, so give the Broncos credit. I think they're, I think they're a top fifteen in the team in the league right now. I wouldn't put it past them to sneak into the playoffs just from that game. And I know the Giants aren't good or whatever, but he he looked really good just watching the eye test. Uh, Dylan? I watched a lot of the first half of this game, and it was, like, it was just boring. I'm sorry. These are two boring teams. Um, but uh, as for the Giants, rough fun to see Jones in that, in that light again. Um, I, th- I, I feel like he's good. I, like, I feel like he's not bad. Um, but... 40 fumbles is a lot. So, like Cam said, enough is enough. Like, you're going to say you're going to fix it, you're going to get better, and you just don't. Like, I don't care how much you're trying. At some point, you got to see results. And I, this is the last hurrah for Jones unless he can get his act together. So, um, tough look for the Giants. Uh, Packers Saints, we touched a lot on this, obviously. All I have to say is LASIK surgery. Uh, James Winston is here to stay. Uh, I don't really have much more on it. We already talked about it. Uh, Tucker. Yeah, I'm not going to touch on the uh, Packers because I feel like I've already said, but Jameis looked great. I think this team might honestly be better than last year. I think that they are more versatile now that they have a QB that can throw it deep. Uh, Drew Brees was kind of very one-dimensional. I think this can really spread out the offense. It can help you know, the receivers play better, which in turn can help um, Alvin Kamara play better once the team has Michael Thomas back. I think it can be a real contender. Cam, I love the Saints this year, man. Jameis is doing what he needs to do. Um, his interview afterwards, his trainer told me. I'm a trainer. Was his trainer? A trainer told me. You know, what did he tell me? I don't know, man. He just, <laughs> we just got to. <laughs> All-time quote. Um, I love Jameis. I I really hope he keeps it up. Whether it's 150 yards and five touchdowns every game, that's that's easily enough to get you an MVP in my book. So I uh, I got all the faith in the world in this guy. Do it for the city. Hurricane. Uh, Dill. Um, I freaking hate. Aaron Rodgers so much, but he's going to win the MVP and he's going to, he's going to do real well. Um, 
The Saints, on the other hand, I love James Winston. I've always been high on James Winston. So uh, seeing this is, is fantastic. I know Cam came up. He, he, he brought the waste to take on Jameis, but I was thinking the same thing that week. Um, and I agreed with him wholeheartedly. I think people are low on Jameis because he throws interceptions. Like, dude, he couldn't see. And, he, and he's playing on a team that is just not very good at the time. So give him, give him some. Huh? They were so good. Yeah, but not. He, he's just hucking the ball. Like, I don't know. He can see now, and he can throw the ball real well. I, I see the interceptions going down. I see the team winning a lot of games. I see people uh, getting really excited for James Weston. So I'm, I'm all on board. On Jameis Winston. Uh, all right, Rams, Bears. Uh, so I want to touch on something Cam said, but uh, first off, I want to start. Stafford looks like a new man. He's been freed. Uh, he looked great in this game. The Rams are legit contenders. It took me a while to buy into it. I don't know why, but McVay saw the one hole they had, and they went out and got their guy, and he looked great. Cam, you saying that you like the two-quarterback system with Trey Lance and Justin Fields and how they did that, I hate it. I don't think it lets you get in a rhythm. I think if you put Fields out there and you let him get in a rhythm instead of, you know, give it, being a tease and bringing him out for one play and then sitting him for another drive and then bringing him back out one play. I think that's you gotta, what they did. I know. I'm saying I think that's bad. I you got to uh, get him in a rhythm. I think if you stay out there, you get a rhythm, you build your confidence, you make a better quarterback. So uh, I don't like that. Obviously, the Rams, I think, are contenders. The Bears, uh, they've got some building to do. Uh, I think the sooner they go to Fields, the better. I think Matt Nagy is a big old dummy. Tucker? Um, yeah, I mean, Matt Stafford looks so good in this game. Um, the Rams proved themselves a contender. Matt Nagy proved himself as an idiot. Um, I mean, you just got to play Justin Fields here. I know that you kind of promised Andy Dalton the job, but it's football. It's not like your buddy where you're like, oh, well, I promised him you could play. Like, this is the NFL. Andy Dalton is not your future. There's no reason why he should still be playing at this point. You gotta gear up for the future, and your future is Justin Fields. You gotta figure out if he's the guy. If he's not the guy, you gotta move on quick. But the longer you wait, the longer you're kind of in this weird zone of do we have a future, yes or no. I think the defense is getting a little old. They're not the Bears defense that we all know of anymore. And their offense really doesn't have any dynamicness in it besides maybe David Montgomery and Allen Robinson, but both are kind of questionable. I wouldn't call any of them stars in the NFL, but uh, they're both like that tier below it. So I don't know. I'm not too high on – I think the Bears are bad. and they're about, I mean, they're a team that could be contending for a top pick next year. Uh. Cameron. I wouldn't put them that low. I think they're going to be like a 7-10 and 10 team. Um, I don't know if Justin Fields – I think Justin Fields is going to start um, second half of the season is what I would think. Uh, I think the Bears have something to build on, though. I, I wouldn't put them um, – this year, I think they're out, they're out of it. Next year, with Fields starting – kind of building around him, I think they could be contenders moving forward. I don't. Um, their defense is old. Khalil Mack is not old. Eddie Jackson's not old. 
at just the core. Like, there's no young stars on that team. Those are both 26-year-old men. Khalil Mack is definitely not 26. No way. Look it up and get back to me. The Rams look so polished, like they've been doing this forever. 30 Um, years old, Ken. Khalil Mack? Yep. Um, Anyway, Rams are going to win the Super Bowl. That's my prediction already. They did whatever they wanted in that game. The wide open receivers. I don't know what that how that happened, um, but they just seem to be in sync. I saw. I heard announcers saying last after Cooper Cup stay after practice or come before practice, like two hours uh, late or before. Yeah, um, I heard that too. I can see it. I mean, they're they're just they're really good. And I would argue that right now they're the best team in the league for the team to be, just based off of that one performance. John? I love Matt Stafford, first off. I think we all are a Matt Stafford podcast. Um, seeing that man not seeing that man not on the Lions uh, is just a sight for sore eyes. It's great to see them win. And I've never really been high on the Rams. Like, I always looked at the Rams as like, eh, they're all right. They moved to L.A. They got this bum-ass logo. Now they get Matt Stafford, and I'm like, I friggin' like this logo. I like this team. <laughs> like Cam said, uh, they're polished. Um, it's awesome. As for, <laughs> I know, right? As for the Bears, um, Tucker, you're, you're going backwards on your take about um, rookie quarterbacks sitting for a year and, and soaking in all the goodies. Yeah, I've heard um, some stuff on it, and they've made good points. So... I, I don't know. I'm crossed between the Bears because, honestly, it, they're not going to be good either way. They're not probably not going to make the playoffs either way if they start Dalton or Fields. So if you think it's more beneficial for the team to sit Fields and let him learn, then that might be what they do, at least for the first half, like Cam said. So I'm not surprised that Dalton's playing. He's probably going to play a lot. And, and then Fields might take over, or, or maybe just next year. So, um, that's my take on the Bears. They're going to be mediocre, like Cam said, I, I believe. And the Rams are at the team to beat, too. So, a lot of agreeing with everybody. So, I skipped two games on accident. Uh, Jets, Panthers. Um, so, uh, obviously, this is the Sam Darnold revenge game. I think Sam Darnold could end up being a good quarterback. I never had the faith, but now I've seen it. And, so he could end up being a solid quarterback. Um, I thought Wilson looked good. Didn't get a lot of help from his receivers. Um, so I think the Jets are in for a long year. Uh, but I think they might have a quarterback. Tuck? Um, yeah, I think that it – I mean, how can it not hurt you as a Jets fan to see a Rob, uh, Sam Donald or Robbie Anderson touchdown? I mean, that cracked me up. Zach Wilson, his stat line looks bad, but he played a lot better than his stat line was. Uh, but this team's still not good. They lost Mackie Becton, too, which is a real tough loss for them. Um, yeah, overall, I think this is a team that's still a few years out. Maybe they could be good in a couple of years. Um, I like Salah, Salah, um, but they're still a few years out from being a good team. Uh, Cam? I got no love for the Jets. I don't think that any years out for being a good team. They might never <laughs> win again. Um, Panthers helps out Christian McCaffrey. I don't think Sam Donald's good either. Um, I think he knows the Jets' defense defense 
and he just kind of looked decent. But yeah, I don't have much much time in this game at all. Boy, Dale, you're muted. You are muted. You are muted. I'm kind of <laughs> sorry. I'm kind of the same as Cam. Um, I don't think this is really a a good on you game for the Panthers. I mean, they beat the terrible Jets by five, um, and it was close. So, um, Jets don't look good. Panthers have Darno, and I don't think he's good. Uh, and they, I got McCaffrey forever, and he's just sitting there on a team, just not ever being. He's like friggin' um, Mike Trout. He's just the best player. Best dynamic player in the league, and just on a ter- like not a good team, and just won't do much of anything. Uh, all right, uh, Cardinals Titans. Uh, my only takeaway is the Cardinals are legit. I thought they were going to be legit. They are, um, and uh, the Titans I think are going to have a little bit of a recession year. And Kyler Murray looks like a video game character. Uh, Tucker. Uh, yeah, Kyler Murray is a cheat code. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, number one wide receiver in the NFL. Uh, Titans, turns out you should probably sign, like maybe try to work on the defense instead of going for guys like Julio Jones. Cam? Chandler Jones, good. Oh, shit, yeah. That was blocking him, tweeted. Thanks for calling me out, making me look better, like making me work better or work harder, whatever. Loser, you're never going to be good. You're probably going to get fired next week. Cardinals are legit. Titans might not. I don't know. Texans are fellow podcasters. Texans are sneaky. Um, Dill. I really didn't think the uh, Cardinals were going to be this dynamic, but it, it seems like they are. Uh, Kyler Murray is, is a great quarterback. Uh, I think he, he played very well last year, kind of under the radar. I think this year he's going to be more in the spotlight. Um, the Titans, like Trey said, it, it could be time for a recession here. Um, so hot take, the Titans might not win the division. Um, okay, Monday night game, Ravens-Raiders, wild game, uh, goes to OT, Raiders get a call overturned, a touchdown overturned, then they fumble it or whatever, they turn it over. I didn't watch the end, to be honest with you. And then uh, the... Uh, they hold up and stop the Ravens and win the game. <laughs> but um, obviously the Ravens, that Tyson kid looked good. But uh, obviously the, the Ravens uh, not getting what they want. The Raiders, I mean, these are two teams. Like the Raiders, I don't have a lot of faith in. I think the, the Ravens will bounce back. So, talk. Um, Ra- Ravens, Raiders. Uh, yeah, this game was incredible. Uh, Derek Carr, actually a really good quarterback. Um, Lamar Jackson needs to be able to throw the ball better. Tough game overall for him. I mean, no, he had a good game overall, but you know, came down to the end. It was a lot of fun to watch. Great overtime football. Cam? Um, so yeah, Trey, you got that wrong, by the way. You didn't watch the end. Yeah, you got it wrong. Uh, There was 37 seconds left. The Raiders were down by three, took Derek Carr, I believe, three plays to get into field goal range. Just an absolute cannon on the guy. Kicked the 55-yard field goal or something, sent to overtime. Raiders get the ball. They drive down, touchdown. The Raiders win. Everybody's on the field shaking That's hands. That's literally what I said. Play. 
Okay, but wait. They review the play. He's short. Everybody gets off the field. They're on the half-yard line. They miss it. Then they get a false start. Then it gets picked off. Ravens get the ball back. Lamar fumbles. The, uh, this is what I said. Guy. No, you didn't. You said Raiders got the stop, and then they won. No. Then they they got the stop on Lamar, goal. and then they won. That's what that's short and brief of it, yes. No, they they scored a touchdown. At the end of the yes, exactly. They, they got the stop, and then they won. Anyway, this is game of the year. Exactly what I was I said. so much fun. I was so tired watching it. How old? It was like 11.30. No, it was like midnight. I was tired. Um, absolutely electrifying game. All right, we lost Cam. And that's yeah. Uh, Dill, go ahead. The perfect analogy for this game is what the Raiders coach said. He said, it felt like I was living on top of a mountain, then died, then came back to life again. Um, so I'm, I am I love the Raiders um, for, for this win. I think Lamar, again, he's good, but I think at the end of the year, he's going to dwindle by the end of the year, and we're going to see him as not – um, not a top-tier quarterback. I think he's going to be below middle of the pack like I might take a while ago. So kind of holds well for that. I, like Trey said, I don't think the Raiders are a team to put a lot of faith in. Though. Okay. Do we want to hold – do we – well, right now, do we want to hold our li- our list guys for a uh, uh, more barren week or do we want to do it? I vote I'll, – I'll do it. I'm fine doing it. Tucker, you're a no. No, and nobody's let's, talking. Let's wait. Let's wait. Yeah, Tucker's Boys checked out. Tucker's on a different. I'm down plane. to wait. No, I'm down to wait. Yeah, I'm down to wait. All right, all right. Uh, that's episode 89. Obviously, week one. Uh, we got to be quicker on our takes, boys. But we'll get we'll get used to it. It's week one. We got a lot of adjustments to make. I I just need. To, yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> week one, a lot of adjustments to make for the teams and for the pod. Uh, it's gonna be a great season, boys. I'm excited. Uh, check us out on the socials, vote on the polls. Don't vote for dumb takes, please. And uh, thanks for your waste with us. We'll see you next week. Bye.